1: Okay, after a quick detour to be a circus act.
2: A cartwheel and split. For you, 25 to 30.
1: I'm 28, so this is about three years of time. Um, I'll be 29 in about six months. A lot of reflection happening nowadays. But I will say, one of the biggest things is, you know, 25, we just had like a lot of events and stuff going on. I feel like.
2: Were so we were so
1: busy that year and um, yeah, I, I would say all my focus was just on what we were doing. Yeah. And then of course, just like everybody else, COVID happened in 2020, I was 26. Um, and I will say one of the biggest blessings, and I don't know that all of my family would agree with this, but my grandfather was sick. Um, and the last trip I took was in February. He um, of 2020 he passed away and it was kind of sudden because we didn't really know how sick he was um, that was not something that he really shared with us but i will say
0: Why are you so fucking stubborn?
1: <laughs> anyway um i will say one of the biggest blessings of that is if he was going to go in 2020 i'm glad that he did when he did because our family was able to come together and have the funeral and be together, because it was before the world shut down. And so, um, yeah, in 2020, we just kind of, you know, it was an unknown for everybody. It was also a lot of like personal stuff happening with me and like people I was dating and just not good situations. And so it was a lot of just learning about myself. And I would say that I have learned a lot about myself in the last two years, especially really majorly taught me about some core things as far as trust and belief systems and-
0: True colors.
1: Not everybody is who they say they are. Nope. And we'll just leave it at that. I don't think that I really had ever, like I've always been so go, go, go. My mom calls me the Energizer Bunny. And just like everybody else, I think that, you know, COVID gave me an opportunity to slow down and like- Assess. Yeah. And to really figure out who I am, what I want, what my beliefs really are, what I'm willing to bend on, what I'm not willing to bend on. Yeah, this year's just been, I can't believe it's the end of July. I know. Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, we've, we've done so much. I mean, you've hardly been here, (laughs) but we've still done so much. We have. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're rocking. I mean, it's, it's great. And, personal life is great. I'm dating a wonderful person now who's very, we're very good for each other and very accepting of each other. And I will say the number one thing that I appreciate about him is patience. So thank you for the next couple years until I'm 30. I don't know. Like we'll see what happens. What's in store? Um, there's some personal things that in two years, if we do another Lifeline, I'll let you know if they panned out. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just excited for the future and just things that are coming up and just growth in life and personal life and in and business and, and everything. So I'm just excited for it and I don't have any expectations. I just wanna live a happy, healthy, and life full of love and memories and people that I love so much, so.
2: Yay! Can you hold this for a second. Okay. Yeah, we are back.
1: <laughs> oh my god. We're gonna call this interlude in the sunset. Do some spins. It's so your feet. <coughs> Do some spins. It's your feet. Get the heat off of them.
2: Do some dance moves. Shake that booty. (laughs) So 25 to 30. Oh, there's just so much. Okay. So I was married on paper, but he was in Iraq. I still taught gymnastics. I still worked at the hospital as a therapist. I think I taught aerobics and a few classes at the hospital gym as well. And then I had this wedding planning business on the side. (laughs) (laughs) was just for fun and turned into this huge business and so I think by the time I was 25 I had I don't know we were doing so many events and it's like I started to hire my friends and we went through a recession during that time I was in the middle of building a second house kind of by myself I got Lily and Pepe. I became a mom, a dog mom.
1: I became a dog mom at 18. (laughs) (laughs) He is the freaking love of my life. Do y'all want to see him?
2: So much love that she left him out of my life. (laughs) (laughs) He's so cute. Look at that, babe. He is so cute. He's so cute. I love that. Of course. Yeah, Lily and Pepe. They're our mascots. Yeah, I became a dog mom and um, I moved into a new house and just kept growing the business. And then I think the biggest transformation for me during that time is one of my best friends, Blake, who owns the lighting company that lights all of our events. We just kinda of started in the industry together and like grew up together in the industry. And a lot of people thought that we were like together or dating or there was like some secret cause like he was married and I was married at the time. And like, no, <laughs> Blake and I were literally best friends. Like this is what, how you know it just, your mindset sets you apart. Men and women can be friends. When it comes to entrepreneurship and you bring value to each other's lives, Men and women can have relationships and truly be friends or business partners. I mean, why does everyone think that? You, you know. Anyway, I, I just I don't get it. So, he kept telling me about this entrepreneur group, and I'm like, I don't have time. And he just wouldn't wouldn't shut up. And at the time, I was I was in so many different.
1: He wouldn't shut up. No, he wouldn't
2: shut up about it. There were so many. Uh, organizations I was in so many boards I was on and one of my mentors said what purpose are all of these organizations how are they bringing value like, like what purpose does it serve and it really made me think oh shit because it feels really good to bring value right like and when you start to becoming like coining yourself as an expert and like you've had more than a decade more than ten years experience like I don't know but I finished up all my terms, and I got out of everything because it wasn't really bringing me value. And I started Catalyst, which is like the pre-program before you do EO, which is Entrepreneur Organization, and it's an 18-month commitment, and you can't miss any classes, and you can't miss your forum, and it was very strict. And this was right around the time our town flooded in 2010, And that was very, 2010 was a very pivotal year for me personally and professionally because that's the year that I planned Kelly Pickler's wedding. We were doing a TV show for TLC and a month before the wedding, which it was like a Christmas wedding, she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go to a private island where no one knows who the fuck I am. And it's about me, Kyle, and God. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I know you're going to be angry. And I'm like, no, I'm not angry. Why would I be angry? Like... I don't think this is you either, so, and that was really important to them, that they stayed true to who they were, and not fake it for TV, and I really respect that, because I feel the same way, I don't give a shit about being on TV, but if it's going to be impactful and educational, and a little entertaining, with a little fun drama, (laughs) always, um, you know, why, like, yeah, if you can reach people with the right kind of message and help people, hell yeah, you know, blast it out on TV, but... Uh, I didn't even know what a private island was y'all so like i had been to a conference uh, thank God and sent out some emails and somebody knew somebody who knew somebody from this conference I'd been at and it was New Year's Eve and somehow we we got there me the video guy the photo and them and that's it And that changed my life because it was this little bitty private island. There were like 18 estate homes. And she looked at me as the fireworks were going off New Year's Eve. And she's like, we are the poorest motherfuckers on this island. (laughs) Because everyone on the island was like um, one of the founders of Google and his yacht. And the Prime Minister of England and um, George Foreman and like really, really successful, successful people, internationally, international success, and no one really knew who she was, so it was, it was really fun, Um, but I learned a lot about customer service, and the the staff, everybody kept asking, like, how are you so chill and calm, because wedding planners get a bad rap, like, they're like, wait, you're not crazy, but that, that kind of kicked off my consulting career for, like, teaching the psychology methodology that Everything we do is foundational on with communication, and I started like sharing, and that's when I really started speaking too. But also with the business, our town flooded, and in that month we had eight displaced weddings. It was a fucking nightmare, and I had just made the decision to uh, completely to leave my healthcare job. I could always go back, but I left that to go on and do Kelly and Kyle's wedding. And then with when the show didn't happen, you know, some people could have the mindset of, like, oh, my God, did they realize, like, I left my entire healthcare career for you and your stupid TV show. But, like, that's not the mindset that I have. It gave me the opportunity and the confidence to jump. And I always knew that I could go back to that if I needed to. Or I could, like, teach gymnastics forever until I kept breaking shit. But there's always something that you can fall back on. And it's like you just have to take risks sometimes and the, the really messed up thing is i didn't tell anybody i didn't talk to my parents i didn't talk to my husband who was in a fighting for our country uh and then i fought for divorce because <laughs> um, i knew that wasn't going to work like we were just so different i mean facetime zoom texting none of that shit existed but even if it did I don't, it it wouldn't have worked like we we're just such different people and i mean he's he was a good guy and, He's married. I think he has kids now. I'm very happy for him. But it just wasn't for me. And that's okay. So this is 25 to 30 right? Yeah I think by the time I was around 30. I was about to sell my house. And I sold everything. And I moved downtown. To the the icon. to To a condo. And uh downsized and I just wanted to get away from the everyday life of the white picket fence and like then I started traveling a ton and speaking mainly just to like be away from like all the bullshit and all the drama I was being followed uh, by undercover PI they were like taking pictures of me with like male trying to show me doing something, bad it was clients, you know, or vendors, or, I mean, I had no relations with, with any of those people, and so it was just nasty, um, and there was, and there was no reason for it to be nasty, but I, I was so disconnected, it, it, I had, there was no emotional ties to it at all, so it was just fine, but it still, you know, kind of sucks, um, I think that's all when I was 30. I mean, because then from there, it's the next lifeline.
0: That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and Help New Listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I wanna know your aha moments.